This is an Unwin Podcast. So of course we're ready to go live. Yeah, now we're live. Now we're live. We're doing it. Yay. I'm going to just let everything start doing its thing. It's hard. But, you know, how are you doing so far? I'm doing real good. Yeah? Okay. Do I introduce myself at all? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No. No. You've never listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm going in pretty blind. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's fine. With that being said, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Box Fort. My name is Mitchell. And once again, we have survived another week of this pandemic. Uh, some of us are fully vaccinated, and I'd like to thank our Lord and Savior, Mitchell. Uh, without you, the Mitch Lamick community would not be here, and you'd be dead. Uh, <laughs> and joining me on uh, this adventure through this uh, crazy world, as always, is my heterosexual life partner, Cal. How you doing, Cal? Good. Fully vaccinated. Fully vaccinated. What's up? Oh, feels so good to be fully vaccinated. So good. <laughs> um, and uh, once again, I don't know how we did it, but somehow we got a guest. And you know what? This guest has helped me out a lot in the past. She's given me a job. She taught me how to be a PA on, uh, I would say, a union show. Uh, and without further ado, Vicky, welcome to the Box Fort. Hi, everybody. Hi. Don't worry about them. Don't. You don't, don't. don't okay. You don't worry about them. If they have questions, they'll tell us. Cal will look at them and he'll. Okay. Yeah, but this is between us. Between us. This so I just us. pretend they're not there. You don't even have to pretend. Like, just. <laughs> I thought we were having dialogue today, Mitch. We are having dialogue today. <laughs> She's speaking about our Twitch stream, by the way. Oh, yeah. We are live right now at uh, twitch.tv slash the box for podcast. There you go. Good job. <laughs> I did it. I did it, guys. I remembered it. Uh, but uh, Vicky, like I like to ask all my guests, how do we know each other? Uh, we uh, <laughs> met each other under some... Uh, what some people would say strenuous circumstances, but uh, we uh, were signed up for a grunt work, some grunt work shifts uh, as PAs, mm -hmm. uh, doing lots of heavy lifting and just basically looking to pick up some extra hours, meet some new people mm -hmm. on this show that we were working on. And we, we bonded over heavy lifting. And <laughs> we did bond on heavy lifting. <laughs> you were technically my first boss. I guess so. I yeah. guess so. And then I became the boss. That's true. <laughs> of this domain. Of this, of that one. Yeah, that. that particular one. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Again, still weird how I got that, that role. Did kind of one of those falling upward things? Yeah, and I literally jumped through that hoop yeah. immediately. I think I got the last guy fired. I feel like the majority of your life is falling upwards. Yeah. Yeah. Like the slow descent of my religion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you heard it? Have you heard that I tell you about my religion? Ah, I, uh, Mitch Tafarianism? No, 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 no. That's past Tafarian. It's, it's Mitch Lamech. Mitch Lamech. Okay. Yes. It's a whole Facebook group. There's that's a lot good. of people that have joined it. Uh, we, I love cults. They're my favorite. You should join. Okay. You should join. It's on okay. Facebook. It's good. Yeah. Are we doomsday or are we sex cult? Sure. Both? Yeah. Okay. Everything. All right. Well, <laughs> if you're into it, moving deadline. We're into it. <laughs> if you're like, man, we got to bang. Or the world's going to end. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That I'll, works. I'll, I'll start working on our tenants. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 Start. Start getting the uh, the halls ready. The cons ready. <laughs> don't you have some already? I'm trying to. I'm pull, trying to pull up the page right now to remember what it is. What do you mean? Do we have a compound? Uh, we could. One day. I okay. believe the world. Right. Okay. The world. I like how you said there's so many people joined. There's nine members there's nine. right now. <laughs> there, at one point, there was 250. And they all just left. Well, I mean, or died. One of the two. I'm going to say uh, it's because of the Kool-Aid I made them drink. <laughs> I mean, that never happened. But anyhow. Beware of punch and pie. <laughs> they say they, that's why they, that's how they get you in with punch and pie. Mostly punch. Mostly punch. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone shows up for pie. They, it's like. It's this, like, this number six of the Mitch Lomit code of witnessing fat people pooping themselves at Tim Hortons and only at Timmy's kill yourself laughing saying, don't worry. It happens to the best of us. Ah. Yeah. But why do they have to be fat people? Can they just be people? Well, it's because... Don't fat shame. Hold on. This is good. Um, you know I used to sell children, right, for a living? Oh, we're in human trafficking already? <laughs> no, I, I actually worked for World Vision. Ah, yes. So I used to be a door-to-door -door salesman. Mm -hmm. Selling the pictures to people going, hey, if you don't do this, you're a bad, bad person. 
and then people would cry and what do you love more poverty or coffee <sighs> make them choose make them choose coffee <laughs> probably coffee um but so uh what would happen is that we would be in these like just think about a bunch of 19 year olds just being paid dumb money and all we would do is spend it on partying and stuff so we'd be hung over at tim horns and one time we were there and it was like one of those extreme jackass shows and somebody just crapped themselves at Timmy's and we all just started howling. <laughs> and that's how, how that's how that commandment came. Well then when the situation presents itself. But Yeah. But again, was he what's he was he a fat guy? Oh, it was a girl. So why does it say fat people? Uh because it's inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> so only fat people, people. can shit themselves okay. at Tim Hortons. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to say uh, certain sex is better than the other. I feel like men are better at shitting themselves in public than women. I disagree. I have seen some terrible stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work at a bar. I know. True. True. Can Again, attest. I think it was more men, though. I think if I had to pick how many people I've seen shit themselves, it's definitely more men. Yeah, but it depends on which bar. Fair enough. True. Because yeah. our bar we worked at, mm-hmm. probably more men. Because yeah. it was. I mean, there were a lot of drunk cougars there. A lot of drunk cougars. Yeah. But, I mean, at Gabby's, I've seen tons of women but anywho we're getting off topic there's no topic (laughs) and there's a tangent Mm. there's a tangent that's us uh but uh vicky you are the guest i have to ask you questions i got to do things like that we we now know how we know each other okay but um you do something pretty unique you put on festivals I do. I do. Can you talk about what kind of festivals you've done and what you're working on currently? Ooh, I would absolutely love to. So uh, I've been working in the Western Canadian music industry for probably about 15 years now. Kind of got turned onto it just by being a person who basically loved music, live music, and being a part of events. Started off as a very low level, like the entry level jobs, like PAing, Mm -hmm. uh, being like a a busser or a server or a door girl at a bunch of different venues and eventually worked way, my way up to becoming shift leads, managers, went back to school and got a degree in arts management with focusing on music industry and the performing arts because that's what I found really gave me the most joy. Mm-hmm. Um, just we all know what the energy is like in a room with uh, and the exchange that happens between an artist and uh, the consumer, the concert goer, and it's a really magical thing. And I basically wanted to be paid to do it. Isn't that weird? Wanting to be paid to do something you like? <laughs> Not in this capitalistic society. <laughs> no, who would do that? Who who, who would want to <laughs> be paid to do that? Yeah, you sell your soul first. So, um, I know in September there's a big one coming up. There is. And uh, you've been to it a lot, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well. I mean, uh, my festival seasons used to be like pretty heavy. I would try to hit a lot in the summertime. Um, usually like the way that the music industry goes is that it's a lot of concerts, uh, during, um, the fall, winter and spring, you get those touring set, uh, touring kind of rings that pass through. And then in the summertime venues kind of quiet down for a little bit and everybody goes and, you know, has their concerts outside. So you get your big festivals and celebrations and multi disciplined things coming together and big big shows which is which is really really fun what would you say is the best show that you've worked on really oh there's all sorts of ones that i like for different reasons um now have you done any metal yes yes like yeah now i'm bringing this up because one of us i'm not gonna say who one of us is a total metal head yeah just a little bit (laughs) Um, you are too, to a point. Not I, as big as me. But. I like all music. Well, so do I. But. Yeah, I used to kind of always talk about how I had two really main, two main areas of the music industry that I was drawn to and uh, communities that I spent most of my time in, and that was the electronic music uh, community, and I would just for a large umbrella term, let's just say aggressive or <laughs> type music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I would always sort of find that uh, I really like to have a lot of equal balance in both. Like I would love to go out to a metal show and thrash or punk or so many great touring artists that we would have come through our venues. Um, 
but then on if I did too many punk shows or too many metal shows, I'd be like, man, I really want to go dance. Right. And then I yeah. would find, you know, some cool after hours gigs or club venues and things that were happening there. Get my dance on, participate in that community. And then after doing that for a little while, I'd be like, man, I really need to go rage again. So put me in the middle of the mosh pit. So I think it's really healthy to, those are two real halves of my heart and I really appreciate them in uh, both aspects and I feel like now they've almost sort of married themselves in my passion for drum and bass right which is just you know a little bit of a faster beat electronic music comes from jungle uh, and I found um, a lot of the breakdowns and the music and the influences a lot of that comes from rock as well as like you know the history of other like disco and everything when beats came to be the new way of music but i found that drum and bass was a really good way of marrying those those still loves it was still melodic but it was interesting and it had a lot of power and a lot of intensity and so now i focus most of my time on producing those types of events mm -hmm. and for me it's it's the perfect blend all all d, all d and b, b heads started off as punk and metal kids like sure. i'll tell you that for sure well yeah but so it, the just interesting fact isn't it proven that like the the closest uh evolution of classical music is to metal slash edm that kind of i mean you can follow those threads the entire way you know but it's like the exact like the intricacy of like the music how it how it's become how it is it's like literally cut and paste you think it's more of a cut and paste or like are we talking more of like a spectrum or kind of tracing a line from one to the from one to I the think, other? I think I think a lot of these like music genres have like split off. Yeah. Like different things, but it's it's almost like Oh, what's this me? Oh Ivan, go away. Uh <laughs> it's almost like um the the exact hold on, I'm putting my thing on silent. Um it, just by like sheer technique. Because hmm. like with the old, you know, Beethoven, Bach, Mozart, all that stuff, they would have all these intricate sounds and, you know, having to make it sound a certain way. And then you go over to like, let's say Nightwish, right? Nightwish? Yeah, it's a band. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A and, and a band. <laughs> basically taking basically taking an entire orchestra mm -hmm. and making one person's fingers do it on a, an electric guitar. Yeah. It's literally like the same intricacy that you would need for an entire orchestra is now one person's guitar. Yeah, that's true. You can do a lot. You can do a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, some of the basic foundations of music and, you know, how songs are written and what is aesthetically pleasing, all of those threads kind of trickle through. But with new technology and different instrumentations and the way, you know, the fact that we can have recorded music that gets played back versus back then when everything was just performed, it was just in the moment, you know, mm. we're lucky to be able to really explore and be creative with the medium just by the fact of having, of having playback. Cause yeah. that was never really something crazy. before, you know, uh, synthesizers being able to actually like break down tones, uh, and, uh, create new sorts of sounds and frequencies you know, based on the technology that we got, you know, to be able to quantify music mm -hmm. and electronically make sure that things are in time and follow a certain beat. Um, couldn't really be done organically before. So I just think it just adds to the whole palette of creativity and what you can do. And I think we're really, really blessed. Oh, a hundred percent. I like the fact that I can take that. a computer and play a piano on it right now. Yeah. Yeah, that well, so much music is made just from a laptop these mm -hmm. days, right? And it's good, right? It's not shit. You know, there's old school people. Oh, you got to learn an instrument, but you, it's almost like learning an instrument mm -hmm. on its own. Oh, it's it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. The like the hits that are coming out of like just TikTok people. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you know Ryan, 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 yeah, our, our buddy Ryan. He's a musician and a music producer, and mm -hmm. I mean. I've seen him spend two days straight working on a song and his, and his, you know, on his computer, just sitting there and working on, and you know, he can play guitar and play a lot of other instruments, but he, he just sits there and, and builds this foundation for this amazing song and just goes through it all on a computer. Everything's on a computer. Yeah. I, I can definitely relate to that because, you know, I, I came from a background. I used to be in a metal core band. I used to, uh, hold on, <laughs> hold on. 
Let's stop. We'll stop you dead right there for a hot second. Okay. You've never told me this. <laughs> well, I don't like to brag. You know? I, no, I mean, no, no. I need to know about this metal Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> what were you called? What did you play? What was going? What? Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll t- we'll take a record record scratch. We'll do a little rewind on that one. <laughs> How did this become a thing? Uh, I used to be the lead vocalist of a band called Dead in Memphis. We were kind of metal corey kind of think thinking along the lines of like the alexis on fire yeah with some melodic stuff some screamy stuff in there like more punk rock than paramore but not quite i love it like a full-on thing but um i love that band it was a really really great experience i'm really proud because that was my first kind of attempt into going and doing organic songwriting myself um but yeah uh, I found that over time, and as bands kind of do, um, it can be hard to manage a lot of people. I think one of the things that slowed our progress is that every once in a while we would lose a member to be like, oh, I'm going back to school right now. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. really have the time to commit to it. So we would have to get a new member come in, catch them up on all of our material, start writing something else. Someone else was like, I'm having a baby now. And we're like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> and then we'd still have to find like a new member. So sometimes like coordinating the big you know, five different people with different talent levels, skill levels, uh, interests in their type of music that they even want to make can sometimes be challenging. Now I find myself a little bit more drawn to working with producers Mm -hmm. because you can get a lot more immediate feedback. Uh, there's less, (laughs) less steps. All of the, all of those parts can sometimes be written by one person and you can get more of that feedback. And I think, I think that's one of the greatest things about electronic music is that because of that technology, we have those tools to to really like condense that timeline mm-hmm. and pump out a lot of really great music. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm just still floored. Because for a time, I was doing a bunch of like underground coffee shop metal shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you call them metal? The, the ones that... Remember the place that we did record a couple of uh, podcasts in? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was everything. It was punk, metal, yeah, rockabilly. It, they just brought in whoever. It was like it didn't. It, they were playing speed metal, but at the same time, there was a fiddle in the basement, and it was awesome. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so. But I just remember like, like hanging out with a bunch of bands, and they're just like, yeah, we were just in uh, uh, Germany playing in a huge stage, and now we're in a basement, and everyone is throwing drinks at each other it's like this is the greatest days ever but- that's what i like about metal too is they can go from a giant stage and like and walk on that walking festival walking metal festival and then they yeah. come back here and they're playing some tiny little shithole which i mean it's got its charm right but it's this tiny little place with 200 people crammed in there for sure right well that was the we used to call it the mansion yeah it was uh the pogs we used to have like themed parties in there my favorite one is the titan bright old person party Ooh, yeah. what? the titan bright old person party so basically you had to wear like the tightest clothes the brightest clothes but also pretend to be old <laughs> i i like that it's a little bit more take it's yeah. it's a bit of a better take on you know the whole like 80s aesthetic and throwing back to well, it basically is what the 80s are going to look like once <laughs> everybody gets old <laughs> once everyone gets old <laughs> I think there's a picture of me in a cardigan, bright pink shirt, and I spray painted my hair gray. You you know that old ladies, though, that once they cross that, like, 50 threshold, that's, like, where all patterns and any sort of restraint yeah. <laughs> around that, you just, like, pattern mix to the max. Um, I'm definitely going to become one of those grandmas that just ends up getting more elaborate bejeweled sweaters, cashmere sweaters with... <laughs> Basically wearing a quilt on yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Remember that lady at the sushi? She had the uh, the leopard print hat, shirt, and pants. The ones that were sitting behind us. No. Oh my god. Okay. Well, well, okay. Let's be honest. If it's not in front of me, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's not in front of me, a lot of the times I don't see it. Yeah. And that can be detest, a test, a test, by people here. If I'm not seeing something. 90% of the time I need to get a call being like, I need to pee <laughs> or you're, you're not paying attention to me, man. <laughs> so, um, 
But speaking of leopard print stuff, there was a couple of times on set where it's like theme days where you have to wear all leopard print and I would never know what day that is. <laughs> Somebody didn't get the memo. But it's weird. I have all the tads on my phone and pictures all in leopard print. So You own leopard print? Oh, of course. Who doesn't own leopard print? You are a goddamn liar if you say you don't. I, I don't own leopard print. I bet you. Come to my house. I have no I've, fucking leopard print. No, that's true. You only have sponsored t-shirts that you wear. Yeah. I don't have natural colored leopard print. It has to be like neon or something off colors. Like I have neon animal print, but the neutral colors doesn't work for me. And I'm more of a zebra girl myself. Zebra stripes all the way. Okay. But right. uh, I can get down. But speaking of cool patterns and stuff, um, are you a Star Wars fan? <laughs> Love that segue. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the easiest way to tie that in is that I am wearing patterned Star Wars shorts right now. Yeah, that's uh, why I tied it in. Yeah, that's a big jump, and we landed. (laughs) I love your Emperor Palpatine key holder. I have a key holder. (laughs) I should have worn my princess, my power of the princess necklace. I didn't know. I was coming in blind. No, that's literally how the box for it is. You can ask any guest. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm... not surprised. <laughs> no, I literally go, hey, just show up. Everything's fine. Nothing's going to be weird. And then all of a sudden, it's like, why am I being filmed? <laughs> Ambush. <laughs> Ambush. This is happening. This is how my life is. <laughs> I'm with two strange men in an office building. Yeah, above a subway. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Wait. It is Wednesday. Let, let me check. No, but uh, so you're a big Star Wars fan. I am. How did you get into Star Wars? I I was raised on it as a kid. Like, it was one of the, like, as long as I can remember. Um, well, first of all, let's start off, like, with the facts. My birthday is May 4th. Fantastic. I was born on Star Wars Day, so I'm a very powerful Jedi. The Force is very strong with me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, naturally. Um, but as I was a kid, it was one of the, the stories that I kind of jumped onto really quickly. My dad, I guess, showed us the, the early ones. And I was just kind of caught up with it. I I loved the idea when I was, uh, I loved the idea, the universal archetypes of it. I didn't realize how, as a child, it was so easy for me to grasp, you know? Um, You know, like, ooh, scary Darth Vader man. And like, oh, we got to go up. And it was probably my first introduction into the hero's journey kind of uh, storytelling and archetypes. Um, I remember being a kid in like, grade one maybe two and my imaginary friend um was luke skywalker i would pretend (laughs) that he would be around and like play little lightsaber games by myself and i would pretend that i was his sister and i was a jedi as well and it just it that entire world just completely integrated itself into my imagination and my storytelling as, as a young kid and i i i still love to play in that world today well, I, I know. I got you a gift of Star Wars. I know. I'm so special. Uh, uh, it was her birthday, and I was like, well, dollar store gifts. <laughs> the best. What did, what did I get you? Uh, Diet Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. By request. By request. <laughs> <laughs> um, Baby Yoda... Baby Yoda bags and some bubbles and a Star Wars activity book. Oh, I did get you an activity book. I do okay. love a good activity book. Yes. Uh, that was a weird show, by the way. You're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> we signed. <laughs> that w- we signed some things to not talk about later. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny. Our last guest that we were just on here, she was on it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, it was funny. Yeah. 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 I don't know what the fuck you're talking don't, about. I, well, I can't talk about it until September. Oh, okay. I think September or maybe October. One of the two. Then I can mention things. By okay, so maybe we should stop bringing it up on a radio show where other people are listening. And they don't like know what the fuck the you're talking two people. about. <laughs> <laughs> Those two people right now. Hi. <laughs> One of them is my mom. So probably. Like, actually. Probably. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Or it's your mom. One of the two. No, my mom does not know even know how to work an iPad. What are you talking about? I set it up for her the other day. No. <laughs> That's not enough. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was true? Yeah. Uh, okay, so we got off the top of it. I, I am a Star Trek guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. Nobody likes you. It's okay. Nobody does like me. 
I, I can appreciate the Star Trek. You know, it has the adventures. It's, it's 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 based off of a you know a different kind of. I mean, without Star Wars, Star Trek wouldn't be a thing. Uh, when when did sixties seventies when Gene Roddenberry started that? Oh stuff? no, it, it, Star Trek is older. Yeah, much older. But yes. because of the popularity of Star Wars, it get, got a resurgent. Yeah, through. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Trek. Oh, it was. It, it. Hi, Cindy. <laughs> Hi. Screw you, Trekkie. It's my wife. That's his wife. Nice. nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but like, uh, wow, you've lost your. Oh, train I, of yeah, you're t- I'm. That fuego is hitting me in a way. Oh it's so bad. So you said it's like who owns this? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the insane clown posse. I thought it was Mexican, like a Mexican brand or something. It is Mexican. I wouldn't be surprised they would get their hands into everything. I feel like insane, insane clown posse has to be like the modern day version of what Kiss is in terms of like oh. creating a cult following. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know? uh, let me ask you this: Did you ever have the insane clown posse like moment? What moment? Okay. So, <laughs> of, like, of fandom? Yes. No. <laughs> Damn it. Am I the only one? I feel like I'm Some in... of us have taste, Mitchell. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't have taste at all. But uh, I showed feel... me like two songs. I'm like, I'd never want to hear this shit again. <laughs> I feel like I'm in this weird void. I'm either in the middle of people that are like, nah, I was too old to get into that. Or I'm older than the people that are like, why? This is the worst garbage I've ever heard. But it's like, there's just a few select few of us that I'm like, yeah, insane clown posse. Let's go run with the juggalos. And uh, that, like, I see Fuego. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, let's go drink some Fuego and like <laughs> beat my manager to death. <laughs> I need to figure out if Fuego is actually insane. Clown Posse. They sing it. about it in like 90 percent of their songs. Does it mean they own it? I'm pretty sure they own it. <laughs> you prove. You know what? Prove me wrong. <laughs> Here it is. Uh, it's a soft drink company in Michigan. Mm-hmm. 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 Did just type in Fuego and Insane Clown Posse. I feel like it would be on Wikipedia somewhere. Well, yeah. It's because it's Western so damn culture. Good. They just reference it. They don't own it. Oh, balls. <laughs> they do reference it a lot. They apparently spray their audience with Fago shower. Is it Fago? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Fago. Fago? Fuego? I thought it was Fuego, but I think it's Fago. Is that a reference to something else that I'm not sure what fire? it is? It's fire. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you speak any other languages? I can sometimes mostly understand French, but just not enough to respond. No? Yeah, more of a comprehension and then terrible attempts at trying to uh, masculine or feminize the verbs and just fail miserably. But, uh, you know, I can kind of listen along to like, French TV and French movies and stuff like that, or other members of my family, and get the gist of it, and then just respond in English. That's fair. That's best fair. I can do. Cal and I were talking about we should um, learn German. <laughs> for for vocal exer- exercises purposes, or actually just to be able to just start talking German to That's, people. Yeah. Two big bald white just men German learning German. Would it's be either a that great or idea. we learn Klingon. I'm only Gaelic. <laughs> okay. So we're just looking for a secret language? Well, yeah. Do you, do you think, do you have any recommendations? For I feel it? like German's not the best language to learn. You don't think it's German's no. the best language? I took German for a little while. It's really not, yeah. It's like the closest to English. Yeah. Yeah, but but also at the same time, look at the other, like, what is it? They call them the romantic languages? Yeah. Where Spanish, French, and Italian, Italian. and all that sort of stuff kind of flow Latin. together. German's very, it's like Russian. It's very just yeah. harsh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You you speak to me in German. You got me. Why are you looking at me? Fick me Shvestabeth. Stop flirting. <laughs> He's my heterosexual life partner. I don't know if you heard the intro at the oh, beginning. Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, again, got off topic. We were talking about ICP. Well, we were talking about Star Wars, and then it turned into fucking Star Trek, and then inclines that yeah, now we're on Fago. Well, okay, well we can go back to that. Okay, I don't know. You're the fucking host. Well, you're, host this you're thing. co-hosting. That Jesus. means nothing. <laughs> you're 
I make the stuff work, and then just, that's about all I got. That's, that's true. You do make a lot of stuff work. Here. Button pressure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> button, 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 button pressure. pressure. Button pusher. You could almost be a DJ. Yeah. Well, normally I, I have a bunch of ton of questions that I prepare, and then I stop that uh, episode two. And now, oh. <laughs> right? Who needs formulas? Formulas restraints? are the worst. I hate. Well, actually, that's not true. I. I do like organization and to a certain point, mm-hmm. but I do hate planning. Questions are great when you have that awkward silence. You don't know what to talk oh about God, on your radio yes. show. So good. So good. <laughs> Absolutely. You're right. hundred percent. You just have to have them ready waiting in the wings. I usually do. I usually, but the last five have been going swimmingly and now I'm put on the spot. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You fucking douche. Uh, actually, no. Okay. I want to go back to Star Wars for a second. Okay. Okay. You had a best friend, Luke Skywalker. I did when I was very, very young. Why did you choose Luke when there's so many better characters? <laughs> I mean, as time goes on, we all choose different <laughs> characters reveal themselves to us. Um, but I mean, it, it was the hero's journey. Okay, and that's right. It was it was mostly seen through his eyes and through his lens. And in order to kind of be a part of that I, in my imaginary world, it was just like a central figure point. And then, and then second to that, um, because his droid, his R2-D2. robot best friend was R two D two, and R two D two is the fucking best. Now, oh, correct, sorry, it's fine. Correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but. I like to get this opinion on a lot of people that are Star Wars fans. Right. Uh, I I always get the same, same answer. General answer. General answer. And I'm hoping you could uh, shine a little bit more light in it. Absolutely. Is Luke Skywalker not a radicalized uh, terrorist? Um, you could argue, you could argue that the Jedi Order in itself, or, um, well, the rebellion was. Thank yeah, you. the rebellion. Was. Yeah. I don't know if the Jedi Order maybe was because they were part of the. I guess they were well, part kind of, of peacekeepers too. Yeah. It depends. I I think the Jedi's are more like Canada. We just don't know if we're good or bad right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like that. I, I can agree with but that. But the resistance. There's room for there's room for improvement. Yeah, if you look there's at it from the Empire standpoint, there the yeah the resistance were a bunch of fucking terrorists. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know if you know this, but I am pro Empire. <laughs> That's that. That's yeah. fine. I love the Empire. I love everything about the Empire. Whenever we play our Star they're Wars, they're such game, snappy dressers. Oh, right? so like, good! I just want, you know murdering millions of people. Just, hey, great. look, Luke Skywalker killed thousands of people by destroying the Death Star, and not only that, but, he he killed two economies after he destroyed the second Death Star. But as the well. fucking Death Star destroyed a planet. How many I mean, planets? Just just <laughs> the just billions. No, listen, 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 Linda. Children, Linda, listen. <laughs> If you had just fallen in line and not been a terrorist group, we wouldn't have to destroy your whole planet. That's not good enough reasoning. That's a great reasoning. At least the Death Star was just full of fucking stormtroopers and officers and the, the people they hired to clean it. Also, can we all agree that uh, Darth Vader has no redeeming qualities and he should not have got a good person arc at the end? Yeah, no. Like, just... just yeah. Bear with me no, here for a hot second. I, 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 all right. Nothing, nothing against Star Wars. I love Star Wars. It's so good. But this man mowed down children because some guy's like, I can make your girlfriend come back to life if she dies. Well, then, then we're... <laughs> Then we're getting into, <laughs> oh my gosh, now we're getting into ethics and like the train trolley Let's get pr- into this. <laughs> now we're getting into the train trolley dilemma of okay, all diverting, right. diverting the track. Do, 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 do you, you stop the, the train from killing Hitler or not? Yeah, or is it, do you kill one person to save many? Right. Or do you kill the many to save the one? It's the dilemma. But so, the thing is, she didn't... We, we see where he chose. He chose... But he also killed the all the sand of, people. I know. Not just the people that tortured and killed his mom. Every one of them. Well, it's a perfect fit for the Empire. He likes to kill innocent people. Absolutely. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Kylo Ren has we a better... We see where he falls <laughs> on, the, on the trolley dilemma there. So just murder everyone? Murder everyone for your single one goal, uh, for your one output or desirable outcome. So he's definitely 
what is it? Means just means justify the ends, not not the other way around. Just so he can selfishly keep his yeah wife for around. himself yeah. for himself. It's not for the greater good. It's no. for his personal good. Oh man, this is why Spock's so much better. <laughs> Come on, he sacrificed himself for the need of the many, not the need of the one. Congratulations. So, so now, <laughs> so go on. Yeah, no, I so want this. Sa- sacrificing for the needs of the many, so it's okay. So you would rather prefer supporting the Death Star, uh-huh. uh, sorry, the Empire mm-hmm. and its ruthless killing. Absolutely. And you also support <laughs> Spock in his self-sacrifice for the benefit of others as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Pure chaos. <laughs> well, no, okay. Hold on. Hear me out. The Empire is all about order. <laughs> they want everyone to be the same, act the same, get rid of the impurities. Okay. Yep. And Spock. And you want to learn German? <laughs> hey, this has nothing to do. I can I can see the ideologies there. Yeah. And Spock uh, just knew logically. Why would you save this guy that's in a uh, nuclear reactor, basically, and uh, you know let the whole ship explode? And when he could just off himself and save everyone. I don't see anything wrong with this. You don't see anything wrong with this. <laughs> I don't see what you're trying to compare. I don't. I don't. I don't understand why my ideology is wrong. Like the Mitchellamic people, no, <laughs> that I want them to sacrifice themselves. All for those me. nine people. All yeah. those nine people. <laughs> they should sacrifice themselves for me. Honestly. You know who I couldn't stand in the new movies was that or the redhead, um, the guy from the New Order. What's his name? Mosley? Mos- no. The main guy in charge of the New Order oh, that shit. Kylo Ren and him butted heads all the time. What the hell was his name? Oh, yeah. Yes. The one screaming and yes. yelling. Yeah. Uh, like, who, who had pr- the- pretty, bo- pretty boy, not even pretty boy, like snooty, snarky redhead wanted to. Yeah. It's I like don't he, remember like his was name. He bullied when he was a child and now he's in charge of like yeah, the first order. Exactly. <laughs> that it just, guy. he wasn't, it was laughable. He was laughable. Yeah, like the, those whole movies were fucking. Like, I didn't I hate them, them, but I didn't hate them. But I just the character, like Luke Skywalker, turned this bitter old bitchy man that was like living on a rock, waiting to die. Like, it's just yeah, I love it all. No, of them. I just it, nah. even Mark Hamill was like he just hated it. And he didn't think it was how Luke should have been at look, all. Look, if you want to know the best order to watch these movies, if you're listening, is two one three nine ten eleven. Solo, uh, Rogue One, and then I don't care about the rest. Why would you go two, one, three? Because <laughs> Attack of the Clones is the best one. What? <laughs> Wait, like the second movie that came out or, or episode two? You're leaving out <laughs> canon? Like the canon. Uh, what are you talking about? Sorry? <laughs> you're leaving out four oh, to six? No, no, sorry. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> like, what is happening We also got to watch Bat- yourself. Bad Batch Clone Wars. <laughs> and then the rest, I don't care. Bad Batch. <laughs> Bad Batch is pretty good so Bad far. Bad Batch is so good. I haven't seen like it. It's so good. I actually totally forgot it came out. I... <laughs> I'm, I think, two episodes behind right now. Yeah. And it's so good. Also, I feel like you're just throwing daggers at me because I said I don't care about six, seven, and eight. (laughs) It's four to six. (laughs) It's four to six. That's it. (laughs) These movies provide the template for my life, okay? I hear you. It's like a religion to me. Mm-hmm. I oh, I don't know if any of you other people grew up in strange uh, religious environments, but I sure as hell did. Uh, and, hold on. Hold on. Before we talk about strange religious environments, mm-hmm. let me tell you about mine. Okay. Okay. My mom was Protestant. My dad was Catholic. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get me baptized in either one of them. So I was baptized in an all or blessed in an all black Anglican church. Oh. Continue. That's nice. And you're not religious. And I'm not religious at all. And I've started my own cult. Yes. Yes. No, that's great. Um, That's a lovely topic to jump off from. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I was was raised in Pentecostalism, uh, which is one of the newer sects and newer uh, versions of Christianity that was happening at the time, uh, which... I don't know. It was 
a very kind of controlled, controlled environment. Uh, you know, it had very specific interpret uh, interpretations of good and evil and how that was expressed. So being a, coming from a pretty zealous place, you know, internal damnation, like, or threats like a death star blowing up your entire world. Um, so, you know, I, as, as I kind of grew up that like scary, good versus evil dichotomy that had kind of been around me for a really long time. Um, kind of from their point of view is that the light always beats the dark. The light always beats the dark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, in the Star Wars universe, it talks about having balance between those two forces. And I don't know. I think it was a really good way that I could then take some of my ideas around spirituality, more morality, mm-hmm. uh, and unity and duality. I think it gave it a really interesting framework to put it uh, to to just basically, I guess I don't know if the word is like animate, but or just like tell out the stories or like the archetypes of you know good versus evil. You know, I think I think Star Wars did a better job of explaining good versus evil than the Bible ever could. I would say it the illustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's yeah the it, proper word. Yeah. It, it gave. Oh, am I sorry? Am I? You're making a lot of noise because you're I'm fucking so grabbing the mic stand. I have ADHD. <laughs> Jesus. And I just drank. You've done how many of these shows and you're still grabbing the mic stand? Look, it's like, my show. You keep telling me I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Taking a big swig. No, but that that makes sense. Like, if it's like kind of a cut and dry environment you were in, like mm-hmm. good or bad, and like, but like you saying like Star Wars showed you like a balance between good and bad. So it's yeah that it wasn't necessarily, you know, that one couldn't exist without the other, but to realize that. I don't one know exists. that duality. Yeah, it's just one like, exists with the other. With the other, in, yeah. in, in, interconnected. You know, you get that more of that yin and yang understanding uh, and balance, as opposed to what kind of seemed to be as an always. It almost almost can almost even play out in almost like masculine and feminine uh, mm-hmm. dynamics too. Also, like with power dynamics of you know dominate domination and submission, um, ways that that what seems we seem to put more weight you know almost like matter versus antimatter that the positive automatically out outweighs the negative when they can they really need each other yeah when they balance each other out yeah it's yeah. not it's not one that will always over arc over arc the other um they interact yeah 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 it's a swirling vortex of mm-hmm. you know balance Yes. Uh, best yes. way to put it, balance. But okay, so I wanted to go off on another tangent. Star Star Wars is just my 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 way of express. Uh, it's a good template for me to express some of my thoughts on spirituality and life. Hey, I, I get it. You know, I mean, I read comic books exactly, and like, I this is my Douglas Adams forty two kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I use Superman as my example. Okay. The man can crush a a building yeah. with like a pinky, but instead he's the most soft, most understanding person. So his power and his sensitivity uh-huh. make him balanced. Ah, uh, true. Yeah. But he's the most OP person in the world. Yeah. It's like power and restraint or, you know. With great power uh, comes great responsibility. A, a, ability versus mercy, you know, and having to make those decisions. I'm sure, I'm sure... Superman has probably had to uh, figure out the trolley question or been posed with that di- dichotomy before as well. Yes, but the only problem is... <laughs> <laughs> he, he has things that the order... He has abilities to do things that the ordinary yes. person at the trolley switch can do. So. so he had that moment in the first Superman movie where Lois died because he let a missile explode and mm-hmm. killed her. So instead of, you know, letting her be dead with his results of his fuck up, yeah. 
He flew around the world the opposite direction and caused time to reverse and save her. <laughs> Best of both worlds, I guess. I mean, if you had the ability to do that, you would, wouldn't you? Oh, for sure. What would be the ultimate day that you would want to rewind? That I'd like Live to again. revisit? Rewind or like play again? The day I learned I should buy stocks in YouTube. <laughs> That's... Yeah. Back when Bitcoin was like a dollar. Yeah. Back when like there was penny stocks. Back yeah, when it yeah. was a concept. Yeah. <laughs> Back when Facebook was a thing, like happy yeah. thing. That's, but you know, the funny thing is, I don't think I had any money back then, so it probably wouldn't have mattered anyway. <laughs> I got no money to invest in this shit anyway. I don't think I would go back and change anything. Yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like I've thought about this before in my weird non-drug meditation states because mm-hmm. I don't do drugs straight edge um, <laughs> as you're drinking alcohol I'm not I have an open mind I've just yeah. been drinking Fuego but you're the one that brought these so you supply the, the supply the alcohol yeah I'm a bad drink. influence he's an enabler yeah. <laughs> look my, a lot of my guests and co-hosts need to have the edge taken off so I can make sure there's booze supplied what's my excuse you are the worst <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, I, a lot of times I think if I could go back in time, would I change anything? And then I would, I always have that butterfly effect thought. Mm-hmm. So if I changed, let's say I go, oh man, it would be cool if I knew Cal earlier. So let's say I met you in high school. Mm-hmm. Well, now I've changed the events of, well, I didn't meet you at the bar. I didn't meet you at the first fight. I didn't meet you this would we have started something sooner? Would we have a different thing? Would I now know this person? Would it have mattered if I met this person? And I've somehow aged by two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, a lot of the times I think, well, if I go back in time, I'm going to change something. And I'm, you know, mm-hmm. w- what I stopped have, would I have not dated, you know, my ex? Well, it's so weird. Like, you know, what if I'd stayed in this relationship longer than I wouldn't have met my next relationship. Right. Right. I, what if I did this and didn't do this? What if I didn't tell this person to fuck off and I'm still, you know, like, yeah. yeah. So, and then what if all possibilities happened at once and they're still <laughs> happening right now? Ah, the, the donut. versions of us. Yeah. Have you watched it? What, the donut? No, the, the Loki. Oh God. So good. So I've only good. seen. I gotta watch more. I'm I've only seen the it. first one. Oh, it's so Variant. good. It's so good. <laughs> I'm so glad. Um, oh my god, what's his name? The blonde haired guy. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson's in this. Oh, yeah. he's the best. Wow. 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 <laughs> is that Owen Wilson? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it really is. Like, yeah. I love Owen Wilson. I, that dude has got the most messed up nose I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it just shows that you can have a fucked up face and still be considered still attractive <laughs> if you're a man if you're a man. yeah fair enough uh, no I mean, it's it's true okay hold on i'm gonna say a very unpopular opinion mm. uh she's a beautiful woman but Kristen bell the tip of her nose bothers me because <laughs> it like indents okay i need to see okay. i've never well, looked i think you're fishing i'm not it, uh, okay also, and you just proved a point that Men can have fucked up noise. But she's still thing. super hot. But you just said it offends you. No, no, no. It, it, it bothers me. Sorry, not offends. But you, Owen Wilson's nose also bothers me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. But it's like... Angelina Jolie's face bothers me. Oh. What the fuck is wrong with her nose? I don't even see what you're looking at. I don't know. Every time I look at it, she has like a She probably has her. a shadow. Like, what is wrong with yep. that nose? It's the dimple. I don't... Yeah, I, I don't. But I love her to I, death. She's kinda, so good. I know what you mean. I have that bothers you. It does. And I don't know why. <laughs> wow. There's nothing wrong with her, obviously, because I'm crazy. It sounds like there's something wrong with her. And it's the tip of her nose. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a beautiful person. And I hope she never listens to this. <laughs> it's going to be the one celebrity you meet. And she's going to be like, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. She comes I on my show. I somehow found your show and watched that she one episode. She roasts me for like an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to punch you in your nose. Yeah. I'd take it, obviously, if she comes on our show. If Christian <laughs> Bell comes on our show. Free free offer to punch Mitch. In the you offer to punch you can punch me. <laughs> so give, give me that Owen Wilson nose. <laughs> Will it help? Maybe it'll give you a career. Maybe. Hopefully. Oh, my God. Could you imagine the tabloids? Because you don't have one now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's so slow right now <laughs> for me. Uh, but... 
Okay, sorry. Um, I just keep thinking about celebrities that bother me. <laughs> okay. And all I can Go think ahead. about is like, a lot of these, okay, I don't like Megan Fox's thumbs. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> Were you and Tyler talking about that? No, it was actually you and me. So let's compartmentalize people down just to their body parts. <laughs> it, you know what? I am a very shallow person. I will understand that. I am like shallow hell. But even then, like, a lot of the times I'm not, It, I get fixed. I have ADHD. I'll blame it on me this. Me too. Is it because it looks like it's a toe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is an odd thumb. I'll give, I'll give her that. But yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. I also learned, learned that Luke Perry only uh, is missing part of his middle finger. Hmm. And now all I can see. Is a half finger. See, the thing is, when I look at Megan Fox, I don't even know. Like, it's not even a thing I would care about. I know. That's the thing. She's super beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I, I somehow get fixated on things. Little little weird things. Yeah, them. little weird things. And it's not even, it's not even just people. Like. I'll see a building. I'll be like, oh, that's a really, what the fuck is that? Why is it like that? Like I did that with the Empire State Building. I was looking up at it and I was like, oh, super cool. Why is there a tiny dent right there? And then. No, and I see, I get that with, with certain things too. Like it's like an ADHD thing or something where it's like, why is that not perfect? There's, there's, there is an aesthetic trying to fit things into really. I don't do it with people because I'm not an asshole. Oh no, I'm a complete animal. Try not to objectify. And every time I say that to people, people are like, what do you notice about me? And I'm like, it's not that I notice anything about you. It's a a lot of times I'll be like, oh, and then I just, I get over it. Like even the wall behind you, there's like a hole there that stands out. Don't even. Yeah. It's like stands out awkwardly with all the other little holes in that wall, right? That texture. But there's this one part of that texture that's not like the rest of it. And it stands out and it drives me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Yeah. You just do it with people. But I do with everything. (laughs) It's not just people. It's. Are you, are you planning another final solution too? What if people have like weird thumbs and shit and you throw them? First of all. Wants to learn German, likes the Empire, doesn't like people with weird body parts. I am a terrorist. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm sorry. This is why people should never like me or be my friend. Side note, he's not actually a Nazi. I'm not at all. Nope. Get out of this. Um, <laughs> I feel so bad. And now I got to go to my thing. And <laughs> I think it's the first time we've made you feel like shit. I, this is the first time I've ever felt like shit. I'm a terrible human. <laughs> And people should hate me. Uh, okay, what? What? what should, we get, should we get to the uh, George Lipton? That's what I'm trying to find, and I always forget. How have where you not I, saved this by now? I haven't. Every podcast we do these questions. Every podcast. Every podcast. Hey, would you rather? Oh fuck. <laughs> okay, what? Would you rather every morning? Whatever you drank in the morning, immediately woke you up. It was great. But everything after that tasted like water. Okay. Or once a year, random a time of, during the year, just once a year, you're going to pee yourself and you can't stop it. <laughs> so a relief versus flavor profile? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever you drank in the morning, it doesn't matter. You could have like a cup of water or whatever, like a cup of milk, but everything else tastes like water for the rest of your day. Okay. Or just randomly. Just once a year. You never know what's going to happen. Uncontrollably you pee yourself. I'd totally do that. Pee okay, yourself. Pee, pee yourself. myself for sure. <laughs> I know cows. It's not as bad. You yeah, can be prepared I every mean, day. I guess it could be worse. There's products. Yeah, that's true. I do laundry. It's true. It's going to be like that weird time. That That'd be you're... great though. You got on like a 12 hour flight and you're just like, uh, <laughs> fuck. fuck. <laughs> but right? I mean, you know what? By the end of the 12 hours, it's probably dried up enough. That'd be all right. Oh yeah. And then you're known as the guy on the flight forever. <laughs> that pissed himself. Remember that guy that pissed himself? <laughs> yeah. Could come at a real convenient time as well. So that's true. It's like, God damn it. I'm never going to get out of this meeting. Boom. We've been over oh. this. It could have been an email. Sorry, guys. Piss myself. Oops. I'm out. <laughs> Got to change. What would you choose? Oh, I'd piss myself yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Okay. Now, now that I got my would you rather out. Um, hey, do you know who James Lipton is? Uh, the name is familiar. Can you tell him if he's an actor, character, or so-and-so? Yes. All of those are yes. <laughs> uh, well, 
James Lipton was the dean of a school that hosted a show called Inside the Actor's Studio. Oh, yes, of course. Right. Yes. yes. And I, at I, the end of the show, every time he would do a rapid series of questions where the yes. celebrity would answer the questions as fast as they could. So I'm going to ask you the top 10 favorite ones for mine. Okay. So without further ado, Vicky, are you ready? I'm ready. Here's the James Lipton questions as fast as you can. What's your favorite word? Uh, music. What's your least favorite word? Hate. Nice. What turns you on? Straps. Ah, what turns you off? Uh, creep. Creeps. Okay, okay. What sound or noise do you love? Laughter. What sound or noise do you hate? Mechanical scraping. Okay. What's your favorite curse word? I mean, fuck, definitely. Yes. What what prof- what profession other than the one that you're doing right now would you like to attempt? Uh mm-hmm. I'm living I'm living my happy life. I know. Uh, I don't know what you're doing right now. Just anything. You don't have to go to school for it or anything. You could just jump into it tomorrow. Uh astronaut. Nice. I was literally thinking astronaut. Yeah. What profession other than the one you were doing right now would you least like to attempt? Uh, waste management. Everyone says that. I know. I always... hates on the waste management. Uh, like I know a... people that do it. It's, it's, a, such it's a, a noble cause, but... You just don't want to do it. No. And if heaven exists, what do you want to hear God say when you reach the pearly gates? Uh, DJ starts in 10. Awesome. DJ Perfect. starts in 10. Well, Vicky, without further ado, you've made it to the end of the <gasps> podcast. And you can, you can run away now. You can run away. You can do anything <laughs> you need to. But before you do that, this is your time. This is your time to promote anything that is coming up that you want people to listen to. It doesn't even have to be personal for yourself. It could just be whatever. Anecdotal. Anecdotal. Um, <clears throat> I guess the best thing I could say is keep your stick on the ice. Oh, nice red green. Right? Yes. Yeah, little, red little green. Throwback, little reference there. I miss red green. I still follow him on the Facebook. <laughs> on the oh, wow, I just said on the Facebook. You're so old. Fuck. <laughs> this is Vicky's time. Um, I just want to, I guess the best thing that I could do, cause it's been coming up in my life a lot lately and it feels like it's a really important issue. Um, over the past, uh, when it comes to the me, me too movement, when it comes to consent culture, when it comes to people who are leaving organizations or high groups or high control groups, um, I'm very much a survivor's advocate. Uh, And one of the greatest resources that I've come across for ensuring that people are safe when they get to go out at night, uh, I just wanna do a nice little shout out to Good Night Out Vancouver for the incredible work that they do, uh, creating a street team and helping people come up with uh, policies and procedures about how to uh, manage uh, sexual assault and disclosures and how to do prevention, uh, how to do bystander intervention and basically create uh, safe environments for all of us to interact with when we go out. Um, and also a little throwback uh, in terms of leaving high con- control groups or if you've ever have been in a group of high influence or undue influence, as I do say that I am a cult survivor, I would also like to do a shout out to the organization igotout.org. And they do a lot to help uh, survivors uh, tell their stories who have left high high influence groups and are now living their own lives according to their own authority. And yeah, just wanted to mention those those two out. So that's Good Night Out and I Got Out, uh, two wonderful organizations that I'm really passionate about these days. So that's 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 a peace out. <laughs> that's from it from me. That's that is a perfect perfect. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Conclusion? Conclusion? That'll yeah. work. That'll work. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah, use we'll conclusion. I'm <laughs> going to say shout out and oh. and um, a perfect way to uh, sponsor it or shout, shout, yeah, shout yeah, out. Yeah, shout out. Shout out is what? I'm going to cut all shout of out. me. Peace out. No, no, we're leaving this you, mumbling mess in. I know. I know. You I should have been these. drinking alcohol. Live with your shame. I yeah. do. Every day. <laughs> well, Cal, is there anything you need to uh, promote? Just the box for it. Just the box for it. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or pretty much anywhere else. Anywhere else. Um, YouTube, Twitch, 
Um, and then my company, All In One Productions. Uh, All In One Productions.ca. And that's about it. Sick. And I want to just give a huge shout out to everyone that's listening. Thank you so very much for putting me in your ears and listening to our guests and listening to Cal ramble. God, he's just, keeps uh, going yeah, on. I'm the worst. Uh, Vicky, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. It was a terrible way to spend an afternoon. Oh, it sucks Fantastic. so much. We're the worst. <laughs> uh, again, thank you everyone for putting us in your ears. Goodbye. All in one productions.ca